0: Five, four, three, two, one, and we are live at the
1: Cast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Cast. Hey, uh, I am probably more excited than I've ever been in my life. It's happening right now. Wow. Okay. Uh, And that could be an aggressive statement because we are in an aggressive time of life, and I am probably just more than anything, I'm lonely. And I'm uh mm. just a little weirder than normal. Okay. Uh, but I am really excited because we have our very first Sank cast guest. Can you I'm believe so it? Excited. Mark? I'm I can't. so so uh I wanna introduce you guys. Uh man, we had a lot of offers to get on this podcast. Uh people have been writing us, uh emailing us, Chris Platt uh Pratt Platt Pratt. <laughs> A <laughs> uh, uh, lot of important people. Who's that? So many. The lady that plays Anna on Frozen.
0: Yep. Yep. She. she I think she sent a carrier pigeon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Steven Furtick has been begging. He's been blowing up my yeah. phone. But yep. we said no. We want to bring on a famous recording artist, uh, worship leader, from our South City camps at Menlo Church, uh, Seth Fowler. So, everybody, this Ooh. is Seth Fowler. Hey, guys, what's up? What's up, Seth?
2: Dude, thanks Hi, so much Seth. for joining us, man. Of course, I'm, I'm really glad to be here. I know you guys have had a lot of requests, as you said. And <laughs> I mean, I honestly have been <laughs> asking for weeks straight, and you finally said yes. Right. So, thank you. It's an answer to my prayers right now.
1: Yeah, we mo- we bumped you up to the front of the queue. Um, and I- man, again, I appreciate all of those uh, gifts that you've given us uh, that really helped move you up the queue. Mm-hmm. Of course. Go- gold, toilet paper, other things of importance.
0: Lysol spray, you know. <laughs> Lysol
1: spray. <laughs> uh, well, we'll get into this later on, but one of the reasons uh, we wanted to have Seth on, other than him just being a stellar, great guy... Is uh, he released an album this week? Ooh. And we're really excited about it. And we're going to not only have our first Saint uh, guest, but we're also gonna have our first uh, original song played uh, on the Saint cast in a little bit. So just wow. wanted to, it's I'm excited. A, it's a monumental Saint cast. It is. I wanted to stoke the fire a little bit. This is gonna be a great one, it's gonna be really exciting. And I also just want to let you guys know, as we're recording this, I've got my daughter Hadley here, is playing with Legos. So if you hear a little uh, uh, noise in the background, uh, that's her playing with Legos. So it's awesome. She might even yes. want to talk at some point. I hope so. She's rad. Yeah. Well, Seth, uh, give us a, a brief uh, intro to you, and then we'll just, uh, I'd love to hear our latest uh, COVID thoughts, and then we'll get into some other stuff.
2: Yeah, well, um, I'm Seth and I'm the worship pastor at South City Campus, Menlo, Um, and I have really been pretty new to the California scene, just got here about eight months ago, and I'm really enjoying it, loving life, and um, just enjoying the culture at Menlo, especially Sanctuary, being there with you guys has been uh, just refreshing to me, you know, able to just Sort of let go and have open-ended worship time. It's always blessed me. So, um, quick yeah. question
1: on that: Uh Why don't you come to sink more? Are are you? It feels like <laughs> if you really liked us as much as you just said, oh. we would have you there oh, more man. often.
2: well considering I'm like pushing 30 now I don't even know if I'm truly allowed I feel like I used to go to these young adult groups and it was awesome and I felt like I fit in and now I feel like everybody's saying who's the old guy is he allowed to be here so uh, I feel like that's a dynamic but I, I should be going more absolutely
1: Dude, if you're if you're too old for Sank, then I should be like in the seniors ministry at this point. Yeah, same. You're like you're like the Gandalf
2: (laughs) of the ministry though. Everybody loves you. You you walk in with fireworks, people are just they Uh, want you there.
1: I am keeping that moniker from now on. I'm the Gandalf of Sank. I love that. That's awesome. Thank you for giving me the respect I deserve with this gray beard that's grown in right now. That's so funny.
0: <laughs> Seth, how did you find Menlo? I mean, you said yeah. that you kind of came here nine months ago. What was that journey like? Uh, well, I, I remember the first time I stumbled
2: upon it, actually. I was in the basement of my parents' house, and I was thinking, Lord, I don't know if I'm supposed to leave New York right now, or uh, I don't know. I really thought I was going to be at a church on Long Island, actually. and. Okay. Uh, I just Google searched. I said, okay, I'm going to just try this tonight, Lord. And I typed in Google, worship leader positions, California. Um, wow. And Menlo popped up and I looked at the resume and I saw just sort of what they believed in. And then I went to their website and I thought, okay, I could do this. And I really like um, like the way their website looks. You know, that's always a, a high one when you yeah, look at jobs. It's like, do one. they have a good website? Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. And from that point on, I just took the leap, applied, and that process was a little long with the interviews. It was like two or three months. Um, But throughout that process, I really realized that the heart of Menlo Church resonated with what I felt like I was being led into for the next season. Mm. And uh, every interview and conversation was life-giving to me, and I thought that this would be a great place for me to land. Um, And praise God, it was exactly what I was supposed to do. I still feel
1: secure in that. Yeah. Dude, that's an incredible journey, man. And uh, not to make it serious right off the bat here, but uh, you're from New York. How how are your friends, Mm -hmm. your family, just any acquaintances uh, doing right now? Obviously, that's a hotbed of everything.
2: Uh, All of my friends and family are actually in the epicenter of the outbreak. They are right there. Fortunately, my family hasn't been infected, you know, but I know that yeah. people surrounding them are infected and, wow. um, they are playing it Ooh. really close to the chest, not going out at all unless they really have to. They buy groceries and they leave them in the car for like two to three days to make sure anything like uh, with wow. the virus would die out before they got it. Um, wow. so it's pretty serious. And a number of mutual friends, um, are getting infected as well. So, definitely keeping them in my prayers and I'm hoping that uh you know, my family especially, I hope they just stay clear of that and social distancing, yeah. right? Yeah.
1: That's right. Yeah. Dude, I I didn't realize they were that that close to it. That's insane, man. Well, if, uh if you guys are listening, man, throw up a prayer for for Seth and his family, obviously just New York in general and you know, mm-hmm. it's our, our entire world, but that just feels like a, a pretty, uh, like you said, epicenter of it right now. So, our prayers are are out to them. Um, well, uh, you know, speaking of websites, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, Mark actually does our Sync website.
2: Uh, I actually logged onto it yesterday. Um, Let's go, and it's beautiful. Well done. I didn't realize Sync had their own specific website, and you guys totally do, and it looks awesome. So, congrats on that.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: It's fun, man. It's fun. We got to get you on there. We got to get some of your worship stuff on there too later. That'd be sweet. That's right.
1: Let's just use the... Let's video capture what Seth looks like right now and let's just put it... uh, Have a video. (laughs) I don't know if you guys listening, if you are like this, but Zoom meetings, man, I feel like anything goes as far as physical appearance. You know? Yeah. Just speaking for myself, like I just... I just stopped really caring that much. As <laughs> uh, I will, sometimes I might put on a hat, but then some days I'm like, nah, it's not worth the effort of even putting this hat on. So I appreciate that. Uh, well, about... we can
0: really tell that you care. So thank you. <laughs> what do you
1: guys
2: do about clothing? Like, do you wear the same clothes regularly? Because I'm wearing the same shirt on Zoom meetings like twice a week. That's just sort of... Uh-
1: I'm so glad you asked this question, Seth. This is a theological dilemma that I've been having for weeks now. Uh, I here's my personal opinion, and it, it seems to be a source of conflict with one member of my family. Uh, I <laughs> I feel like why should why should we ever change clothes anymore? You know what I'm saying, like. I'm not being active at all in these clothes. I'm not yeah. exiting the house. Uh, I do take a shower every day. I just feel like these clothes are meant to last for a good three months before you ever have to <laughs> do anything with so them. So you're showering every day? That's like, well, let's, I mean, that was the exaggeration a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, tell me I'm wrong about this. Uh, this feels like a pretty strong opinion i have
0: Uh, yes you're wrong (laughs) i will will tell you right now (laughs) Uh, i have read though and this could be like a little bit of a covid hack but if you if you get dressed up for work air quotes around work like working (laughs) hours and then you change your clothes afterwards it gets your mind out of the work mindset yeah
1: that's actually smart i i like that a lot i i i'm obviously kidding about (laughs) Well, uh, mostly <laughs> kidding about what I said earlier. Uh, but I have noticed that. Like if I stay sweatpants, uh, I do have a little mental sweatpants going on the whole time mm. I'm at work. Uh, mm. Like that a lot. Uh, so yeah, I'm curious about that. Um, what have you guys learned in this period? I'd love for you to share, especially you, Seth, a uh, Long Islander now in California. It, we've been at this... At least a month. I don't even know how to tell time anymore. But what are some COVID hacks that you have, some quarantine hacks that you have in your house or for work or, or just life right now? Uh,
2: for me, and this may sound you know pretty simple, but something that really just it really gets me in the right zone is I have to have the right pair of socks the whole time. <laughs> Whoa. Like okay. interesting. I have a number of socks with holes in them, of course, like you know most people do. Yep. Um, yes. And I find that I'm running into those more often because I'm wearing a lot of socks. But I have a much better <laughs> day and a more enjoyable season in this quarantine when I'm in high quality plush socks.
0: <laughs> That's fascinating, dude. Yeah. Interesting strategy, Seth. Thank you.
1: I love that, huh. dude. Yeah. Any uh, specific brand of socks that you're uh, you cozy up to?
2: Costco, without <laughs> Costco. a doubt. The tan Dude, ones, ones. Yeah, the tan ones that are like really fuzzy and they kind of get matted up when the fuzz balls over time. Those are the <laughs> ones I use. Um, so they have a a long like enduring lifespan. I haven't had holes in those, so that's the ones I, I kind of go to for my first wear. And hopefully, my last wear.
1: <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Uh, this is really gone the way I was hoping it was going to go. That's a great <laughs> hack. So, speaking of socks, uh, Mark and I are using a, a, a hack right now. Uh, when we decided to start doing these podcasts, Mark, being the Myers Briggs J, he is, he researched. Some really nice but cheap mics online that we could use for podcasting, and they're actually really good. They sound great, but there's no pop filter, <laughs> so we have we both have socks on our mic as we speak. If you could see the video, uh, mine are clean. I don't know about yours, Mark. You don't look clean right now. Okay. <laughs> Mark's got van socks on his microphone right now. Dude,
0: I got to plug vans. I used to work for them.
2: I have one on my oh, microphone. Right. I copied Mark as soon as I saw it, actually. And I just picked no one way. up off the ground and I just put it right there.
0: <laughs> Was it a Costco socky plug in no, Costco? No, this is
2: some low life, like off brand black
1: sock. sock. Like, it makes no sense. Yeah. Okay. Dude, we're a three sock uh, microphone podcast right now. Yeah, I'm rocking Adidas. So. Uh, We're sponsored by Adidas, typically on our podcast. Uh, But that's a little hack. Um, Hey, Mark, how about you, man? Any other COVID hacks you've put together?
0: We have been trying to go through the fridge every two days or so and just trying to clear out all the old food and make something with it. Brilliant. So like a couple of days ago, I was just like, just had to Google, what do you make with this, this, and this? And then we got rid of the old food, but also figured out how to cook something new. So we ended up making like a Vietnamese stir fry, which I've never made before, but it was, it was so good. So yeah, just Google that. the ingredients that you have and what to make with it. And then you'll make something
1: new. It's fun. That's so good, dude. What about it. you? Well, the first one is not original at all. This is more just following trends. Uh, but I did the whipped coffee thing a few few weeks ago. I'm assuming you guys heard about the whipped coffee craze. And I got to say, this one's a legit trend to try if you guys haven't yeah. done it yet. <laughs> yeah, it's, re- it's pretty good. I was skeptical. I just did it for fun. Uh, but it's just like a great afternoon Cold drink, um, little fro, you know, frothy, frou uh, frou. Hadley just said, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." Uh, but that's been one. You know, it's so funny in these times where a trend like that just, who knows where that came from? It just skyrocketed. So that that's a one that everybody's doing that I followed. That's um, a TikTok yeah. thing. I think that that's came from right. TikTok. I don't know. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. Maybe deep down, I'm a TikToker. Wow. I need Adam's to jump on them.
0: deeply versed in TikTok knowledge, so <laughs> he knows every new video on TikTok.
1: Yeah, just you can follow me at uh, Old Gandalf at tiktok.com. dot <laughs> <laughs> uh, So that, but the real hack. This is something we started just a few days ago, uh, and this it's more for me. We did it a couple times as a family, each family member too. But I, I just had to write out, and right now, if you looked at our fridge, you'd see a paper. And it's a list of our names. And at the beginning of the day, we just all wrote out, what are two things we're excited for (laughs) uh, this day? And so it's just a way, because I don't know if you guys feel this, uh, they're just running into each other these days. And so it's just important, I think, uh, just to have something you say, okay, well... Today, at least I get to go on a walk or I get mm-hmm. to do a podcast with uh, Mark and Seth. So, uh, you know, just it's really been an important hack for me to start the day and just say, here's two things I can look forward to that make this day different, make it unique. Uh, because usually I think for me that would would have been like, oh, I get to go to sanctuary or I get mm-hmm. to, you know, go to the movies or whatever it is. And now <laughs> obviously we're just in like we trade turns between three rooms. So that's been a, a really good hack for me. What were you excited about today? Uh, it really was the podcast. Um, podcast was one of them. This has just been fun for me, and I knew it would be cool to have Seth on. And then I am running. Uh, I'm going to run later, as I've shared on this podcast. I'm trying to get become a runner, and so looking forward to that. That's been really healthy for me. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for sharing, my friends. I got something on my shoulder that Hadley just put on there right now. Um, but let's keep going. <laughs> no,
2: oh, wait. Actually, she just one more hack. Um,
1: win- oh, yeah. Great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Windows
2: open, wide open all the time. I need that sunlight. That has yeah. been like That's I solid. usually have it a little more dim in the house, you know, it's got sensitive eyes, but you know, I'm full sunlight has been a big upper for my mood.
1: Dude, 100% man. 100%. Yep. I've been cranking mine open. Uh and I just tell the neighbors like just get behind it, okay? You're yeah. going to see what you see, neighbors. Transparency. Let's sh- <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, thanks for sharing everybody. Uh well, let's go ahead and get into I'd love to just start talking to you a little uh Seth about your actual album. I'm so pumped that you did that. I've I haven't listened to it fully yet. Uh I joked earlier I want to get the vinyl version, but I just haven't had time to I'd love I'm still a little old school. I like to listen to albums like straight through at least the first time. And so I wanted to just sit down and listen to it first track to so this is going to
2: this is going to rock you right now. Um it's not I'll exactly an album. It's more of a oh, okay. um an EP broken up into Three singles and more later on. Um, oh, cool. And I did that because it was very strategic. I actually thought a lot about it because I had a certain amount of money and it did not meet the um, expectations of a full album, like the demands. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. through okay. prayer, I, I just did not do the full album. But I did my favorite songs out of a bunch that I did first. and. Oh, so that was kind of like the process for that. So right now, I've only had two singles released in the past month, um, with one coming next month, and then hopefully one more um, the month after that. Yeah.
1: Gotcha. Okay, that's perfect. I love that. That that reminds me. Did you, were you guys ever into John Foreman at all? Oh yeah. Uh, Switchfoot lead singer when he was putting out like the the different season EPs. Yeah. Uh, He's a genius. There's. He's incredible, He's a genius dude. Love him. He's yep. good. Sleeping at Last. I don't know if you guys like him. Oh yeah. As well, he puts out very similar like little snippets. So that's perfect. That's even better. That means I can listen to it tonight. You could do actually
2: one
0: whole run through of <laughs> those two songs if you want. Of course. Seth, was it hard for you to choose those three songs? I would imagine, Um, I would imagine it'd be difficult to kind of sort through the ones you record and try to only pick those, you know, three.
2: Yeah. So what I did, um, when I went through this process, like I wanted to find a producer that I could really trust and that Mm -hmm. I believed in, not only like in skills, but somebody I knew who just had a heart for worship, you know, um, Mm -hmm. And I found that guy, same as Paul Arend. And he actually led worship at Bethel Church for years. He was their mixing engineer on several albums. Um, and then he moved to uh, Orange County to serve with Jeremy Riddle at a church. And I just sent him an email. And at first, he was kind of like, well, let's, let's see what your style is. It's your first project. You know, maybe you should just do something like a little cheaper, you know, just get your, you know, your feet under you with that. And I was like, no, I totally get mm-hmm. it. And he's like, just send me something anyway. So I, I sent like five or six ideas to him. And uh, he's like, hey, bro, let's act, let's work together. Let's do this. I think it'll actually be really great. And from that point on, I just kind of said, all right, well, how many songs do you think we should do? Because I have six that I feel like pretty good about right now. And he said, we can totally do that amount. But I think, your first project let's do three uh not only cost wise Mm -hmm. but it'll be more interesting to people like hey you're just starting um and then i just had him choose which three and Mm. i just wanted to say hey man i trust you to do that i think i know that or i know that you know what you're talking about like you've done this before you understand what we're after the vision of it and uh he felt really strong about three of them and the funny thing is he chose two of them that were actually not finished. So we kind of had a little leap of faith in the recording process of that. Yeah.
1: Wow. That's so cool, man. So what, uh, I'd love to even just go back a little bit. Uh, we heard a little bit of your, uh, just brief journey, but what even, I'd love to hear your journey, uh, to following Christ and sort of your faith journey, but then also how that journey led to, to music and, uh, yeah, your journey yeah. as a worship leader. That's so interesting to me.
2: Yeah, it was it's been a weird uh journey actually. My dad is an incredible pastor and worship leader, so he's been leading worship and churches my nice. entire life. And hmm. um I kind of pushed aside all musical interests until I was twenty years old, really. Um, in terms of singing, I played guitar at 16 and I started playing on bands and I was just, I was just the guitarist guy and I loved electric, you know, the solo life, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, that was just a dream for me, you know? Um, and then I went to a little thing called YWAM and started doing missions overseas and uh, it just so happened that they always needed a guitar player and somebody to sing because nobody did that on those teams. Um, that I was a part of at least and um, I just started leading worship in a really awkward unprofessional way overseas <laughs> and that was the beginning of my worship leader journey um, and then out of that I came back home to New York um, spent time in like Thailand, Turkey, China and all wow. of those places I, I was just like the worship leader um, and I never felt confident in it wasn't sure what would come out of it I was going to be a full-time missionary actually um, hmm. but when I got back no home, way. I, uh, I started studying theology. I wanted to get a degree just so I could have some flexibility in the future. Um, you know, a piece of paper doesn't necessarily mean too much all the time, but to other people, it's like, you need to prove that you know something, you know? So I was like, all right, I'll get the sure. degree and then I'm going out in the mission field doing what I want, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. but while I was getting my degree, um, a good friend of mine, uh, He said, hey, why don't you just lead worship at this young adult group we're starting? Um, And I actually ended up doing that for seven years. And from that point on, I was just like, I just love worship. I love inviting the Holy Spirit into a corporate space and saying, let's just see what happens. Let's worship. And um, I just really fell in love with doing that. And I felt confirmed like this is what I'm supposed to do. Um, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be doing that my whole life. I don't know if I'm going to do leadership in a different way eventually, but I knew that until I was clear that the season would be done, worship leading is what I'm supposed to do. So
1: That's incredible, man. I didn't know most of that. That's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Neither did I. That's awesome. What would be one of the, your, your favorite places that you spent time in another country or culture? Uh, I think my,
2: Favorite community to be a part of was uh, Thailand. The Thai people were just the most loving you could imagine. They were Mm -hmm. were great. They wanted to build a relationship, and maybe there was some language barrier. They have a very difficult language,
0: actually. It's it's tough, man.
2: (laughs) It's harder than Mandarin. It's actually a cousin to Burmese, which is related to Tibetan. It's like this whole thing. And uh, wow. it was really tough for me to learn the language, so I never quite got far enough to do that. But the people were just so hungry to build a relationship. Um, but my favorite city would have to be Istanbul. I really love that place. Cool. Yeah.
1: That's awesome, man. Awesome. Uh, how about this? So you mentioned uh, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd. I'd love to hear oh, it. Yeah. What are some other influences for you? Music, or even now, like songwriting? Uh huh. Yeah, I mean...
2: Lead and Pink Floyd, they taught me guitar, basically, um, that I would learn all of their songs from tabs and all that stuff. And I yep, just, yep. Yeah, yeah, that's where I, I learned tabs. everything. And then yeah. I got my first acoustic guitar and started learning John Mayer. Um, so I would order his tab books that were official, learn more and more and more. <laughs> so a lot of my – Wait, guitar-
1: tab, tab books in paper form? That's right. Wow, um, you
0: are you are old. You know it. Um, <laughs> do you guys remember going on to like tab websites and trying to print oh, yeah. it out and oh, then print terrible. out big yes. and small? That was the worst. All the, the slash marks <laughs> are off center. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's
2: horrible. Are, that's a nightmare yeah, for me thinking back on that. That's terrible. But John Mayer was another big influence for me. He, um. Yeah. Yeah. I still think he's one of the best of all time. I actually have his signature acoustic guitar. That's the one I play.
1: Oh, so, cool.
2: I'm a big John Mayer fan.
1: Dude, we are too at our family. We just—I think it was two nights ago—we had a little dance party in the living room. We were listening to some mayor. Yeah, slow dance. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, it actually wasn't that, but that would have been nice and pleasant. Uh, dude, that's amazing, man. That's amazing. I, I, uh, I, I feel a lot of kinship to you. I, I remember when I started entering ministry in college, uh. I just wanted to do whatever was needed, you know? And so I went to a youth group and I was a youth intern and I just, I mentioned to them, I was like, Hey, I can, I can play guitar and sing too. Not great. But if you need that, I'll I'll help with that too. And, and that ended up being my initial path into ministry. And now it's just interesting because God has led me out of that, Mm -hmm. you know, at least I still do it obviously occasionally, but, uh, yeah, that, I just feel uh your journey, I just resonate with a lot. So, that's really cool.
2: Thanks, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, I'd love to hear just what is uh with these songs, these songs that are not an album. Uh <laughs> <laughs> What are what are some of the themes um what are some of the things that God's uh you feel like God's spoken to you through these songs that you want to communicate to others? Uh, Have you noticed anything that's just risen out of these songs?
2: Yeah, um, it was totally accidental, actually. I didn't realize until all of the songs were done. Um, But all of the songs are about him being uh, a king, recognizing him and um, who he is as a king. Um, And I, I didn't realize how central theme that was in my own theology and just my own interpretation of God and my relationship with him. But the first song is about inviting his kingdom in um, and allowing his spirit to work. And then the second song is about him being a wonderful king, which is more recognizing Jesus stepping down, Easter story um, type of thing. And the third song is crowning him with our praise. Um, So Hmm. all of them either had like a king or a crown theme. And um, I totally didn't realize it, but I wrote all of the songs that we're doing within a similar window of life, like probably they all started early concepts within three months of each other. Um, and it just, I, I guess that was what was going on at that time. I was just really focused on God as King and that's what it was mm. bringing me to sing. You know,
1: that's awesome. And you just made a rhyme right there. King and sing way to go. There's just another, another king song, song, He is a right songwriter. <laughs> Dude, that's really cool, man. And that, I love that because that just fits so much with our theology as a church. You know, uh, we talk so much about the kingdom of God and what that actually means for us. And it can be confusing. I'd love for you to hear, uh, or uh, just to speak into briefly, like Mark and I have talked about this ad sank. Um, but it, it can be confusing sometimes because we don't have kings <laughs> and queens anymore. Mm. Even in mm. other countries, it's just not the same as it used to be. And so for us to understand what a kingdom is in modern day life can be a little tricky sometimes. So how would you even say like, uh, the kingship of Christ plays out in sort of modern day context?
2: Yeah. Um, I think something I'm really passionate about is finding the spheres of life or spheres, uh, in your life where you're not allowing God to reign over, you know, um, mm. Examining where those places are, and I think that I often think about it like, okay, where in my life is God not given full control right now? You know, where am I not surrendering? Um, so when I think of God as king, a lot of times I think of ruling, I think of um, partnership and allowing him to have his way. So Hmm. when I recognize him as king, I'm thinking, okay, he rules over his kingdom, what inside of me? is not fully participating with that kingdom right now. Um, so I guess a lot of these songs, like especially the one that isn't out yet, it's, it's coming out next month called Crown You, and a lot of it is recognizing who he is and basically saying um, our devotion belongs to you. You know, um, Just trying to be devoted in the areas of my life where I haven't yet released everything to him. That's kind of how I interpret King right now, at least.
1: I love that, man. I love that. Yeah, that's. I, I feel like that just comes back to uh, exactly what you're saying. Like, is it, are we living for our own kingdom and sort of seeing our mm. own rule, our own purpose, our own agenda versus yeah. submitting it to God? That's so good, man. Uh, well, before we head out, uh, something I'm really excited about, uh, like I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, we have asked Seth to play one of his songs live Uh, in person. Yeah. And uh, so he's pulling out his guitar right now. I think he's going to do it. So do you want to tell us which song this is and uh, just anything else you want to say about it and then can jump in?
2: Yeah, so this song is the the Easter one. It just came out this past Friday. Um, And it actually is the consensus favorite among the people, I think, uh, of my friends (laughs) and family. They're like, yeah, cool. that one we like the most. So, um, you know, I figured I would just play this one. It's the most recent that came out. It seems like people's favorite. And uh, it's also slower, easier to play live, probably more enjoyable for you guys to hear, just acoustic. Um, nice. But yeah, this song, it started with the, the bridge. And it's just about basically Jesus overcoming. And the first inspired line of it was, the darkness couldn't break you. The grave couldn't keep you. Uh, And then it would go into the cross was for a moment, but your life is everlasting. And -hmm. the cross was for a moment section was really what drove the song from that point, just because I thought of Mm -hmm. his momentary affliction and like, there's so much focus on the cross and for good reason, you know, like the cross Mm -hmm. is so at the forefront of people's minds. But the crazy thing is like, that was, that was literally just like one day out of, the life of Jesus at that time, and that one day, everything that happened, all of the terrible things, all of the beautiful sacrifice that he made um, it it produced everything else that we that we worship you know the uh, the victory that we have in Jesus, all of that was brought from the moment where he gave yeah. his life um, so i don 't know just sort of that momentary feeling that produced an eternal gift was where the song was kind of driven so. I'll uh, I'll shut up and start playing it right now, though. So <laughs> Awesome, man. I'm excited. Do you want me to play the whole song or just a portion? It's about probably like three, four minutes
0: long. I mean, I don't want to...
1: I think we want the...
0: What do you think, Mark? Whole song? We definitely want the whole song, and we also want to know what the song name is and where we can find
1: yes. it. Yes. Oh hundred percent.
0: Thank you for that. Yeah.
2: Uh, it's called How Wonderful a King, and it is literally everywhere. Um, Spotify, Apple Music... Uh, YouTube, check it out wherever you listen to music. It should be there, and if it's not, please let me know, and I'll I'll get on that right away because I paid for it to be everywhere. All right, so um, all right,
1: here we go. Awesome.
3: Trading heaven and your throne to save the ones you call your own. The riches of your mercy on display, humbly you came down.
2: absolutely just hit my guitar so just ignore that happened
3: bridge <laughs> the darkness couldn't break
2: The song right there. Excuse oh, my man. uh temporary malfunction in the bridge, but
1: yeah. No, dude, dude I love sick. that. That's so Thank good, you. bro. Appreciate that, man. Dude, I think you're spot on that bridge line. That bridge line uh was so so good. The cross is only a moment. Oh. <laughs> Thanks uh for letting me know. Dude, I think you're just spot on. The bridge line was so good. The cross is but a moment. Love that thought, dude. Thanks. Dude. That was so good. So good. Thanks for sharing with us, man. Of course. Dude, your
0: voice was awesome.
2: Yeah? yeah? All right, good. I'm glad to hear that. Cause, uh, so good. I always hope it comes out well digitally, you know, Over <laughs> these calls. Yeah. All
0: right.
1: Yeah. Dude, so good. Thank you for sharing with us. Uh, you definitely have to come and co-lead with our boy, David, uh, as soon as we get uh, back in person. With yes. sync. We, yeah, we're I'm looking forward back, to
2: it. Man. I was supposed to lead the, uh, the week that's after right. the shutdown. I was coming, bro. I was Aww. like planning a oh, that's, right, that's right. I was like getting anointed from on high for it, and it just didn't <laughs> work out. So <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly really looking forward to it. I'll be there.
1: Nice, man. Well, we better wrap up, my friends. Uh, going a little long. It, this has been so awesome, man. Seth, thank you so much so much thank for you us, man.
2: yes Great. Seth. again thank let you. us
0: know where we can find yeah. your music
2: yeah spotify uh, just search seth fowler and uh i should be the only one there don't do that on youtube though there's actually a seth fowler that is an influencer that i'll never overcome on youtube but anywhere else <laughs> you'll find me spotify apple music especially spotify add me to your playlist if you don't mind all right
1: yeah okay. for sure man done done All right, everybody. So, so fun. Hopefully uh, you got some hacks to take away with you, some sock uh, hacks uh, and other things. Um, And now some more music. (laughs) Now some more music music to add to your COVID
0: playlist.
1: That's right. That's right. Well, we love you guys. Praying for you. Hopefully you're staying safe. We'll see you. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.